בוקר טוב, שוב לילוד נשמת העזרה בן סאלח, רוח אדוני תניחנו בגן עדן. We are in Haftara in the book of Hoshea. This is the famous Haftara of Shuva. It's the reason the Shabbat is called Shabbat Shuva. There is a machlok, not a machlok, there is a misconception that the Shabbat is called Shabbat Teshuva. But typically we name the Shabbatot based on Haftara, right? Yes. Well, what is uh, Shabbat Chazon? Yes, Shabbat Chazon is Chazon, Yeshayahu, Ben Amot, Asher, Chaza. Right, so the same thing with Shabbat Shuva. It is a Shabbat of... I, I have, this is like... Um, Hey, this is one of those, like, uh, I don't want to say Lashon Hara. Before Pesach, the Shabbatot are different. They're... Right, but they don't have... It's not after that. We do. They also are named that Shabbat Para, Shabbat yes, Shekalim. Right. Yes, right. Not as... Not as for in... the Parashah. Right, but not as much... Uh, it's for the Parashah. It's not yes. for the Haftarah. Yes. Uh, but uh, the name, the name uh, typically goes after the Haftarah, so it's called Shabbat Shuva. Um, People have also called it Shabbat Teshuvah. Yes. Okay, look, okay. they're not wrong. Because, because it's a week of Teshuvah. It's not a week of Teshuvah, <laughs> but if you're basing it off Taftarah, you're referring to the, to the Shuvah. Uh, I feel like that's the kind of mistake that, that like, uh, some, some middle school rabbis made, made, and then now all of us learned incorrectly to call it Shabbat Teshuvah. All right, which parak is it? It is, uh, the, the, it is in Hosea. It's the last section of Hosea. I mean the last section. No, you, you, you dal it. You dal it? It's yes. Yudalit Pasuk Bet. Okay, uh, what, what is Hosea? When did, he, when did he write? Who was Hosea? So Hosea was actually a very early prophet. He, his book is found in the Treasar. It's the beginning of the Treasar of the, of the 12 prophets that the mine, they're called the minor prophets. Now people think they're tucked away at the end of the Nevi'im. Because they were the later prophets. It's not true, actually. Uh, in fact, Yonah is also part of that. Yes. And Yonah is, is earlier than all of these guys. Yonah, Yonah is a very early prophet. So, so the reason for it, that Hosea and Yonah were tucked away into the Treasar is because of their size, not because of their chronology. The order of Tanakh, especially in the Nevi'im, is not very chronological. It's not chronological. It's not chronological. The... Uh, it, it's the Hosea again is before even the time of Yeshaya. So Hosea is uh, prophesying during the destruction of northern Israel by the Assyrian Empire. By the way, um, that was the whole point with Yonah. I think Yonah's timeline is also prior to the destruction of the northern empire by the Assyrian Empire, which is one of the reasons Yonah was so distrustful of the Assyrian Empire and of the capital city Nineveh. Because he was actually right in his concerns that the one day they were to destroy Am Israel, they were going to destroy the, the northern tribe, the northern yes, nation of Israel. He judges at the moment. He judges at the moment, as we see from the story of yes. Hagar and Ishmael, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. He listened to the voice of the boy when he was there. They judge at the moment. If they're good at the moment, they judge then. Okay. Pasuk bet. Shuva Israel ad ki chashalta ba'avonecha. Return Israel to Hashem your God because you have stumbled with your sin. Bring with yourself words and return to Hashem. They say, so so you say, go to Hashem with words and return to Him and say to Him, What's it? What's the thing? Uh, forgive all sin, and accept goodness, and let our cows, meaning let our uh, uh, the the cows that we bring as korbanot, yes. will 
Well, sorry, let our, our lips, let our lips substitute for the cows will bring us hope. I know this is actually a famous pasuk, wow. which is the one of the sources for the fact that the tefillah goes in place of korbanot. Right? But why do we have shacharit when we have shacharit? Why do you have mincha when we have mincha? And why is it that arvit is is like the less important tefillah? By the way, the reason arvit we don't have chazarat ashatz. By the way. Is because they said the Arvit is not really as obligatory as the first two, so we don't want to make the Chazan go back and potentially do Brachot Levatala. So that's because the first two are based on Korbanot. The Arvit is based on the remnants of the previous Korbanot. Mm. So even you even see in the Halachot that they relate to the, to the Tfilot and their importance, it's, bit, it's based very what much. Yeah, it's on the burning of the fats notar from the previous yeah, korbanot. Or whatever. Not not notar. Notar is a separate halachic so issue. It's um. It's called um. It's called I, I don't know what the technical halachic term is, but it's the the srefat imurahim, something like oh, that. Yeah. Anyway, notar. The, if you use notar, uh, it's it's a it's a it's actually a, a halachic word. Meaning it doesn't just mean the remnants. Okay. It means the remnants that passed a certain time. Okay. So I don't want right. to get into that. Okay. But, but the idea here is, is our, let our lips substitute for korbanot. For korbanot yes. okay? Which is very classic Jewish. Yes. Meaning it's not about, as, Ram, I, as Rambam says, it's not about the korban, it's about the vidui. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? If you try to bring a korban without a vidui. If, you know, not, if your heart is not clean, don't bring me all this. Right, exactly. Even exactly. you bring it, you have to, it doesn't count if there's no vidui. Exactly. Ashur lo yoshienu asus lo nirka mar od Ashur will not save us. We will not ride upon horses. Uh, and we will not call the creations of our hands gods anymore. We will not say, oh, we will not create something and then call it a god. Because it is only through you that the yatom finds mercy. Meaning we won't call the works of our hands God anymore because we realize that it is through you alone that mercy is found for all the people. Now what's the idea of Ashur or Lord Oshienu that Assyria won't help us, we will not ride on horses. What is that referring to? Because don't rely on uh, other... So he's saying we're only going to rely on you and we will not rely on any external support systems from the Goyim. So we will not rely on our mm-hmm. our... Uh, alliances with Ashur. They were alli- all the kings and, were alli- making alliances with all right. these other... And if uh, this is about an alliance, then what is the alliance of Al-Sus Lonirkav? What is that referring to? Well, uh, last reference, usually, usually Sus is about Mitzrayim. Yes, right? that's the point. The, the potential nations that we would have made a, an alliance with were either Ashur, Assyria, or Mitzrayim. Yes. Now, like, the, the, the key word that always represents Mitzrayim in the Torah is Sus. Right? So, no, no not, not even that. Uh, there's a better one. It says, Velo yarbe lo susim thing. Velo yashiv eta am mitzrayim aleman harbot sus. Right? That's talking about a king. He's not allowed to get too many horses because then he will return to Egypt in order to go buy more horses. Mitzrayim apparently had a very good horse business. So... Uh, we will not ride horses wow. means we will not rely on the Egyptians for their horse uh, for their horse support. Okay. So again, the pasuk basically says they won't save us because and we won't call gods. We won't call these things gods anymore because we realize that you are the, one, the one who can bring uh, uh, mercy for the fatherless. Now God 
speaks. He says, I'm going to heal their back, their falling, their backsliding. I will love them freely. Because my anger has left them. Inshallah. Oh, I will be like dew for Israel. And then Israel will, there, will then flourish. They'll flourish and they will sprout like a lily. Oh. And its roots will set out like the trees of Lebanon. The trees of Lebanon are famous yes. for being strong trees with strong roots. So, so listen to the beauty of the metaphor. I will be for them like dew, and then they will, will grow, and they will become strong and well-rooted as a result of, as a result of what? Of Borei Olam's presence. Meaning, meaning that there's so much beauty there. It's like, we always said that the Torah is compared to water. Torah is all very often yes. compared to water. Yes. Uh, it's one of the reasons that we read Torah on Monday, Thursday, by the way, is because... That they went three days without water. They said, what's water? It's Torah. So if they went three days without water and there was a problem. So we cannot... We can't go three days without Torah. So Monday, Thursday, you have to read Torah. This was Takanav Ezra, right? Takanav Ezra, yeah. Uh, maybe Takanav Moshe. There are two. There's Takanav Ezra. There was Takanav Ezra was, I think, Mincha of Shabbat. I have a, I'm not sure if the Monday Thursday was talking of Moshe Rabbeinu or of Ezra. It's one of them. Pro, pro, it sounds more like Ezra, but for some reason I have this idea that it was Moshe also. Okay. Um, there, uh, the Yon Kotav. It's yeah. It's like a very. It's very poetic language, but it's referring to branches mm-hmm. because it's the things that that. A yonek is something that, that it's like a baby who drinks from his breastfeeds who nurses is a is a yonek. So anything that nurses from a primary source in the Torah could be described as a yonek. So a branch because it nurses from the from the nutrients that are in the root, yes. the roots and the trunk is also called a yonek. I mean, not just if you wanna get into the details of of linguistics and Tanakh. Uh, it's Splendor will be like a olive tree. And the smell is going to be like the, the trees of mm-hmm. Lebanon, apparently, wow. that are very good aroma. Yes. Okay, so uh, again, this is just how beautiful our tree is going to be. This we used to, we used, to get, used to get off the aeroplane in, 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 in Tel Aviv, in the airport. We yeah. used, to used to smell. smell. Whoa. This I'm talking about 45 years ago. Wow. When I was a child. I used to smell. The smell was incredible. Wow, wow. Cool. Hey, Yashuvu Yoshave Vesilo. Uh, they're going to dwell under his shadow. Wh- whose shadow? I think it's under the shadow of the tree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're going to uh, make grain grow and it's going to sprout like a vineyard. And the scent will be like the wine of Lebanon. Maybe it's it's Yashuvu Yoshevev Bitsilo. They will they will dwell under his shadow. Maybe it's Boreolam's oh, shadow. Maybe it's, yeah, yeah, actually, because yeah, because it would make the pasuk easier yes, to understand. Yes. But anyways, these pasukim are all describing the growth the the growth of Am Yisrael in their flourishing and their blossoming. I'm seeing it. Yeah, exactly. The vineyards in the north. There's, so mean, maybe this is happening now. But it should also happen in our personal lives. Wines are coming out of Israel now. <laughs> it should happen in our personal lives as well. Amen. Amen.
that we should grow and grow and grow and through the, the do of Hashem it should make us stronger and stronger as people. Ephraim, Mali Odla Atzabim, Ani Aniti Vashurenu, Ani Kivrosh Ranan, Mimeni Periacha Nimza. Wow. Ephraim will say, Mali Odla Atzabim. Why do I need Atzabim anymore? What are Atzabim? Idols. Atzabim are idols. Why are they called Atzabim? Do you know? It's no. very funny, actually. Etzev no. <laughs> is like it's like frustration, frustration. It's being upset. Yeah. So the it's like a knock on on Abu Dazara that the, uh, that the Hebrew word for Abu Dazara is frustration. frustration. Because what's the idea? Because people who serve Abu Dazara, they're always frustrated. So Ephraim says, "Why do I? What do I, What need do I have for for idols anymore?" Ani aniti v'ashurenu na borei olam talks and he says I will respond and I will look at him ani kivrosh anan mimeni periyecha nimtza I am like a leafy tree mimeni periyecha nimtza and from me your fruit will be found. So the Ephraim was very big idolaters also. I mean Shevet no it's not it's not only that it's Ephraim being the the son of Yosef was the leader of the northern tribes. Mm. The two leadership tribes were Ephraim and Yehuda, because Ephraim was the, was the, the number one son, the one that was blessed with Yaakov's right hand, yes. was Ephraim. So Yosef represents king, and Yehuda represents king. And by the one of the whole, like the everlasting um, things within Am Yisrael is who will be the leader of, of Israel. Will it be Yosef faction or the Yehuda faction? Ephraim was the one that kind of fell off the plan, so it seems like Yehuda won. But in Kabbalah, there is talk of a Mashiach ben Yosef, oh, yeah? which brings back yeah. So the, which, he would be he would be uh, coincident with Mashiach ben David, who is from the tribe of Yehuda. So they do have we we do have these two like uh, factions in Israel and and in the leadership positions in Israel. Ephraim represents the main the leadership tribe of the Northern Kingdom. Um, but then Ephraim says, "Why do I need these thing these uh, these um, idols anymore?" Instead, I will turn to Hashem and I will take the fruit of Borei Olam's tree. You know, how beautiful is this, this language? Sorry, me chacham v'yavin ele navon v'yedaim. Yeah, that makes more, much more sense. Who is wise and will understand this? He's intelligent and will know them. He yesharim darchei Adonai for God's actions are straight. V'tzadikim yelechubam, the righteous will go in them. V'uposheim ikasheluban, but the sinners will stumble in them. So there's actually a famous uh, hint. What does it mean? Uposheim ikasheluban. That the, the they, people, they will, uh, the, the stumblers, the sinners will stumble on them. So they say that like, as follows. Whenever a person is a sinner, not only will they have potential that the Torah won't help them, because of their sinful behavior, they will actually then use the words of the Torah to cause them to stumble even more. Justify they will stumble through the words of the Torah. To justify their actions. They will tell themselves, ah, look, you see, I have, I'm good. This is the Torah tells me I could behave like this. And then they'll use the Torah to be even worse. There's actually a few more psukim, by the way, so oh, let's just finish sorry, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's from Micha yes, yes, yes. Perek it, it's, yeah. um, it's because it's yes, from Micha yes, yes, Perek yes, yes. yes, yes. just, it's just Yeah, it's just a separate, a yes, last thing yes, that yes, we say throughout. Miel <laughs> <laughs> Kamocha, <laughs> this is from a separate book of Tanakh. Yes. Who is God like you who bears iniquity and he forgives sin? For the remnant of his portion. What does it mean, the remnant of God's portion? 
It means after all of the suffering we go through, and that Am Yisrael, a lot of people from Am Yisrael die. The remnant are in a way purified. Yes. What remains are purified. So who is a God who forgives sin and he uh, forgives uh, uh, iniquity for the remnant of his portion? He does not hold on to his anger forever because God really wants goodness. He really wants kindness. By the way, from this pasuk we learn that Borei Olam would much rather that the, that the, the sinful people come back to him, then that they be destroyed. Yes. Right? Uh, God does not want the, the wicked to be destroyed. Rather, he wants the wicked to be to return. What pasuk, where is that from? A pasuk? I don't know, I don't know either. I can, I can uh, look up... Um, Look up that pasuk, see where it comes up. Okay. He will again have uh, mercy on us and he will cover up our sins and then you will throw away all of their sins in the depths of the sea. This is where we get the idea of tashlich. No, no, no. Ki'im... That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Give truth to Yaakov. Kindness that you've promised to our forefathers from the days Don't of... Don't forget your promise. Yeah, exactly. So we always rely on that promise at the end of the day. It is a promise. That promise, promise is the most important. It is that promise that keeps the remnant of Yaakov alive, right? When the remnant of Yaakov is really, really not worthy of anything, it is the promise that keeps the remnant alive. Um... So again, so this Haftarah, we're going to see this Pasuk from Micha, these last three Pasukim that we just read, they also appear at the end of Haftarat Yonah. Yes. So we will yes. see them again in Haftarat Yonah yes. because they're key Pasukim to... Uh, it can't be Avot. No, it's quoted in Avot. It's a quoted. Pasuk from Tanakh. Uh, so you want the Pasuk from Tanakh? Yeah. Oh, this technological advance. So tomorrow we're doing Haftarah of... No, of no, no, it's, it's somewhere in Nach. Of Shacharit of Kippur and Sunday. We'll yeah, do we're doing after of Shacharit of Kippur and Sunday we'll be doing Yonah. Right. I'll make a flyer for Yonah class because I think <laughs> it'll be after the Slichot and the Nadarim. We could do like maybe 10 a.m. or something, some time that people could come. Um, a lot of people are going to be busy, but it's also a Sunday, so maybe a lot of people are less busy than they think. Like a, a lot of people, they think that it's going to be a crazy day. I mean, like you're not going to work. No. And then you have... You're not allowed to prepare food because there's nothing to prepare. You're just going to be in Kenisa the whole day. So it may be actually be a very good day to do class. I don't know, but, but hopefully. Um, okay.